Everybody knows that in 2020, community is one of the best ways to build defensibility within a startup. Unfortunately, there are still many tools that are needed to be used in order to run a successful community that's engaging, right? You wanna have a newsletter for community? Great, it's Substack. You wanna have a discussion board? Great, maybe it's Notion. You wanna have events? It's Eventbrite. You wanna have an actual software? Maybe it's Slack or Circle. But it wasn't until now that all of these tools and use cases are pulled into one tool. But today's sponsor for Forward Thinking Founders has done just that. Edition.so has taken all these parts of community building, put it under one platform, so you don't have to focus on community ops. All you have to focus on is community building. So if you are sick of stitching together all these different tools to build a community, but you want to have one, you want to have a thriving community for your startup, for your creator career, then give Edition.so a try. Right now, there is a waitlist to get in, but if you go to addition.so slash forward thinking, you'll be able to be bumped up to the top, give the platform a try, and use community to all the benefits that it has. So if you're sick of using 17 different tools to run your community, head to addition.so slash forward thinking and get started today. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Paul Doherty, who is the founder of Honey. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hi, Matt. Thank you for having me. It's going well. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to learn more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of your company, um, you know, who haven't heard of you before, you can kind of share what you're working on with Honey. Yeah, sure. So Hanhee is a platform for creating peer-reviewed competitions, which are online hackathons where applicants must, must create each other in order to be accepted. I created Hanhee as a way for companies to hire um, applicants without looking at their resume. So, and I created it when I was 16 years old. Uh, I had already just been work- programming as a hobby since I was a kid, since I was 11. And I thought that I could get a ju- job as a junior developer at the time when I was in Denver, Colorado. But because I didn't even have a high school diploma, no company would really look at me, right? So I created Han. I saw the online hackathons like the Ludum Dare. I thought that companies could use those um, to be able to f- create a better applicant finding system for finding applicants, and instead of having to rely on let's say college degrees or experience, which don't really provide a good um, way for people to spot the skills, and my certain case was software developers. So Oh, in Hanhi, you can go to the Hanhi site, and all you need to do is just submit the prompt and the uh, team positions, and then Hanhi will allow the applicants, it'll group the applicants into different teams, and then uh, they have to submit a link to their work. 
So let's say a Dropbox link or something. And when the comes time for the applicants to grade each other, um, the applicants will give each other uh, submission the score from one to five. Uh, they'll have to do that five times. And if they don't do, if they don't give all the submissions a score, then they won't get credit for their submission. It'll just remain anonymous. And this allows, um, because they're grading each other anonymously and multiple times, this allows the, uh, the competition creator, let's say a, a company hiring for a position, to not need to individually grade each, each submission, as well as, the, um, as well as get a really good understanding of the quality of each submission from, let's say, hundreds of thousands, which a lot of uh, companies can receive from a job posting. And so um, I also, Honey also works well for finding ideas within a company, such as if you have a, a sub product submission, you can just have a Honey competition and then people will submit their ideas for the product and then they must grade each other. And so the, um, and then you can see the list, of, the creator can see a list of submissions, the best ones first with their email address. So that way you can email them and have a, a branch off conversation. So is this kind of independent of any specific company or do, does each company for the, for the, the former example, or does, or is this kind of your, your own platform then companies and then like maybe potential candidates share their, um, like a, like a score or like the results from, um, from your platform. Can you kind of let me like, share like the relationship between how your users work on, you know, honey and how that works with like potential employers and other kind of opportunity givers. Oh, totally. So, um, company, anyone can create a competition, right? Um, each competition, my pricing model right now, and I'll most likely change this in the future, but the pricing model right now is you pay for the amount of slots in the competition, right? So anyone can do it. You can go onto the honhi.io just slash create and go through the form. It's a really simple form, right? Just submit a prompt and then the team position description, and you can have, you can have one position or multiple uh, positions. And then you set what time and date you want the um, competition to start. And then you have a link and then you can share that link wherever, right? So you can share it on GitHub. You can even, you can share it in your company's internal Slack or memo, right? And then the applicants, when they go through that submit, that submission process, at the end, they'll have a, haunting, a link to their submission in the haunting competition. And that link will be a site that, sa that says um, this submission, and it has a link to the submission, Got a ninety got an X percentile, right? Like, um, let's say, for instance, fifty seventh or ninety fifth, and percentile for this competition. It'll link to the competition, and what that can what that can do is it can allow people to, let's say, even if they didn't get the job, for instance, right? But they still got a really high score. They can put that on their resume, and then have something that shows other employers that they did um, that they have skills and they they're able to operate in a high pressure environment, such as a hunting competition. So what are, I mean, this is, I mean, this is honestly awesome. Like what are, is this mainly used for um, finding a job? I guess what are some other potential, is the use case finding a job or other other use cases? Um, I guess what are the kind of potential reasons would someone um, kind of uh, put their information in and do one of these like challenges and like do this peer review process? Yeah, so um, I created it primarily as a way for companies to find the best applicants, right? So a, an applicant would do it as, because it would allow them to get an interview at a job that they wanted, right? At the position that they wanted. Um, I also, but as I was creating it I, and talking to other people, I found that it would have a benefit for 
companies to find the best ideas for that company, right? So for instance, I'm reading a lot like remote work works really well in a lot of different ways, but a lot of companies are still hesitant because there's a, it, it's harder for companies to find the best ideas and to have serendipity, right? But with Hanhe, you can fix that problem where let's say if someone has an idea, then instead of everyone having to email the CEO or something, you can just have, let's say, a Hanhe competition every week for the best ideas for the company and they'll grade each other and the best ones, the CEO can see the best ones graded by the team first and then they can have a, a conversation after that. So it's a very gen, it's a general use case platform right now. I, I say on my website that it's a platform for sorting for qualifying ideas that are not qualifiable using incentives. So for instance, um, let's say like the still of an applicant is not, you can't as of yet run a machine learning algorithm on it and find if that's an applicant score. You still need the human for that, but you can, Hanhe allows you to create an incentive structure in a way that you can basically get the applicants themselves to grade each other and give each other scores, which are the Hanhe uh, score percentiles. And when you, um, how do you, so I, you shared why you started this, you know, as you mentioned, but I kind of want to kind of give you opportunity to share like the, the whole origin story if there's more, because like, how do you know that this, was, like you had, there's this problem, which is well documented. This is, you know, we all know that sometimes college degrees are a good indicator of future success. Sometimes they're not right. Um, and sometimes other things are indicators that you can't really find. Um, but how do you kind of come up with this solution? Um, and it kind of walk me through the origin of the story a little. Yeah, totally. So um, I, I guess I should start by saying that uh, my intro introduction to programming, I'm a software engineer right now, but I, my introduction to programming is that I started really, started really young. I wanted to create mods for the video game Minecraft when I was 11, right? And I, I was into computers before then, but I just, I started learning when I was 11. Um, and then ever since then, I, I find programming really fun. So I've just been doing that ever since. And um, when, but then it's also like, I, I'm learning, I'm, I'm even creating my own apps at like 14, 15. I think like, well, like I like a job, you know, this is a very high in demand skill set, and a lot of companies are doing a lot of really cool things. So I'd like a job, but of course, um, my resume is really bad, right? It wouldn't, people are pretty suspicious of hiring a senior, and that's understandable because most teenagers, teenagers would not be made good developers. So I, I thought, well, I know that companies are missing out because they're not hiring me and maybe a few few other people like me, right? And um, I looked at the problem as well and I, I saw people online saying, well, uh, I saw people online like millennials, they were getting locked out of the job market because jobs report would require, let's say, three, five years experience. They couldn't find a job that didn't require any experience. So I thought, well, clearly um, people are getting locked out, but companies don't have the ability to find what uh, to find, let's say, the best uh, employees. They only have, let's say, a degree, which, and even then that's not enough, right? Because so many people have degrees, it's hard to find the best people out of them. So they just choose whoever has the most, most experience. So I looked at um, what the sort of online hackathons that my friends and I were doing for fun. Uh, in this case, it was called the Ludum Dare. And the Ludum Dare was interesting. It's a game jam. You worked on it for 48 hours um, and you have to grade each other in order to get into the submission. And so they have various different, um, like just submission categories, such as let's say graphics or game design or 
stuff like that, right? It's from one to like one to five stars, I believe, if I remember correctly. And um, you have to grade five other people. Your submissions are anonymous, right? And so you'll see, uh, and then when the submission's over, then uh, the person who has the highest score out of all the peer grades wins. And that worked really well. And I thought, well, because it doesn't require that much effort on um, the people running the competition, I, uh, companies could do that themselves and be able to find better applicants. So I just, I created something really quick. It's, it was in, but this is when I was 16, when I was, and then I created something in uh, just something really quick in Google App Engine and I put it out there. And ever since then, I haven't felt the need to shut it down because I've, as I've talked, moved out to Silicon Valley, talked to more people, I, I get a lot of really positive feedback from it and say, I, everyone knows like this is a really big problem, right? Um, interview questions don't work. And a lot of people are really smart without college degrees. Maybe even it's also like what college matters you went to matters a lot, even if they don't have that different of an experience. It's just about what type of students go there, right? So, and you want to be able to see, and I, I'm realizing like this is a really big problem. Uh, you're probably catching me at the point now where I'm going to look and see maybe this isn't the right solution for it. Um, I could be doing something different, but also, uh, I could just, you might find me in the future that it has grown because I've spent more time marketing it, um, just growing its user base and uh, yeah, having more people use it. Yeah, I mean, it, how, how are you um, like growing it? I guess how, 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 when you share this with people, this is one of these things that, I mean, I, I'm kind of in a similar business as you and not obviously, like I'm not doing what you're doing, but like I'm kind of in the business of like, finding people that are not potentially like they should be worth more by the market, right? Like people should be, you know, finding them and investing millions, yeah. tens of millions. I like think, you know, but I find them earlier. Um, so I, I mean, this is like, we're doing similar stuff here. I'm curious for you, like, do you have a hard time? Like everyone will tell you, Oh, this sounds cool. But like, do you, how do you, do you get people on the platform and trying it? And like, what have you observed as, as they've done it? Cause like, I mean, I, I, you're, you're talking and what's the phrase you're preaching, you're preaching to the choir here, but I'm kind of interested as you take yeah. it out to the market, what have you learned? And, um, do you ever change people's minds about, you know, the value of credentials versus, you know, what we're talking about here? So, um, what I've learned is that it's, it is very hard for companies to change their hiring processes and they're really not like, I, I don't honestly, honey does not have very many users. It has a lot of people who are interested in it, relatively, right? I'd say about like uh, around double digits people who are interested in it, low double digits, right? Um, but for users, I, I, what I've noticed right now is that they kind of get intimidated. They're like, I don't like, I don't understand why this would help my company. And I have to say, well, it helps with Ludum Dare, right? Like the Ludum Dare and competitions like that, they work really well, and I took that over here, but. Um, all I can say is I'm still almost kind of working on my pitch. And I know that hum human resources as a sector, it's very hard for new companies to get in. Companies really don't like to change their hiring processes. Um, and I mean, for instance, you can see, even if everyone hates them, right? Like in the coding interview test, it's very hard for anything to change because of um, various different politics, culture, what have you. Um, but I, I, that's why I want to um, allow for other use cases for Hanhe. So that way, you can see, okay, Hanhi works well, let's say for finding ideas from the company, right? If companies can just do that and they say, 
well, this works for finding ideas. Maybe it can work for the for finding applicants like they said on the marketing. Um, and so also this is, you caught me right, you're interviewing me right now is that's uh, in the ex experimental stage. So I'm, I'm also still talking to other people, seeing, let's say, what sort of other ideas would work. Because what I mainly care about is, I'm, I mainly care about trying to find people, trying to get people um, credentials and get people proved. Because that's, um, it's a very hard problem that I care about deeply. And if you were to look at it, um, you know, let's say you, you, this is the solution, like this is something that hits, it's just early, right? And like the, you get some serious traction with this. What do you think this could look like in five, 10 years? Um, or I guess in other words, what's your big vision um, for, for this company? And you know, what could it look like then? Yeah, so um, for the big, I mean, my goal is to have the product that everyone goes through to get a job or to hire applicants. And um, a lot of the features that I've thought about before include uh, adding machine learning capabilities to be able to see how, let's say by the, um, by how someone behaves in the competition, whether or not, let's say they're, they're cheating or if they, act, if they have the skills, but people aren't able to see it, right? And so there's a lot of, um, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that one can go about uh, like improving the software, but um, let's say, like if this blows up, then in five years, it would probably look, the software would look pretty different, but in a way that I can't particularly see because I'd be, have talked to a lot of customers and seen, okay, how has this helped you? Because I know if it's helping my customers, then it's helping um, the, the applicants. They want to be able to help both of them. And to, to make it happen, you know, to, 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 to make that vision, you know, a reality, you'll need some help, right? Like you'll, you'll, we all need help when we're building companies. Luckily we got yeah. people that are listening to the podcast that are here ready to help. So if someone is interested in what you're building, and I have a feeling if people are listening to this, um, a lot of them will be um, based on the nature of the podcast. How can they help? Uh, you know, how can they, tr uh, I guess, like, do you need users? Looking for, are you looking for investors? Are you looking for more team members? How can the forward thinking founders community assist? Totally. What I need right now are, I'd say users and feedback. So um, feel free to just uh, use a honey competition. They're free for the first 20 users. And if you feel that you need a larger competition or it's too expensive, even if you just want it at a lower price, then DM me and I can um, just give you a free honey competition. I, uh, I don't feel bad about that. And so uh, what I, what I really uh, would, what I really appreciate is how, what's your experience using the platform and what do you think um, would help you to be able to find, let's say the best applicants? Because right, I, um, yeah, because I, I just want more perspectives about what it's like on the, on the hiring side so that way I can build the best product to solve this problem. And if someone, is uh you know here's that and they're like oh like i i can help i want to get involved or they want to try out you know the, the platform how can they find you online what's your url are you on social media can they email you how can someone get in touch oh totally um i, I think my two the two best ways of communicating with me would be through twitter dms which are, my handle is at paul underscore r underscore doherty d-o-h-e-r-t-y and my email which is paul at hanhi.io and you can e uh, email me or uh, Twitter DMA so that way we can you can get in touch and um, we can have a chat, which I'd really appreciate. Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on uh, onto the podcast. Best of luck with this company.
Yeah, th- thank you for having me. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there and you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising raising the early days how they got their customers we do these every single week with another you know really great founder that has been on the podcast Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually, one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, We have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.